This is Iron Sports. We have uh, Bob and Mike Bryan, the famous Bryan brothers. Uh, we know them well from Delray Beach. They won the title down here six times, but they competed on April 4th. They competed earlier in the month, and it will be shown on CBS on Saturday, April 4th, the World Team Tennis. Uh, guys, thanks a lot for coming on Iron Sports, and tell us a little about uh, at this event that we're going to see that nobody knows who, who won or who lost. Yeah, it's, it's called the yeah. WTT yeah, All-Star uh, we down event. down in San Diego a few weeks ago. Sean CBS. And it was uh, a uh, gathering of a, a bunch of tennis players in La Costa, California. A lot of big names like Sharapova, uh, James Blake, Marty Fish, Madison Keys. Uh, a ton of names came together, and we broke up into two teams. Yeah. We had mixed singles, men's singles, women's singles. Um, yeah, men's doubles, women's doubles. So it was it was a cool, fast-paced event, um, a lot of fun, and it, it should be uh, cool for people to watch. So this was taped before um, all the shutdowns and the quarantine. So this was you did everything the right way in terms of, but nobody knows in terms of who's won and yet to see. Now, what are some of the play? Who are some of the players going to be in this team format? Well, you have um, you have Madison Keys. She was on our team. Um, it was Team Ryan Brothers. Uh, she was our most. We had Taylor Townsend, who made the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open. And then also on our Sam Query, uh, one of our buddies from Southern California, um, semifinalist at Wimbledon. And then on the other team, you had Harrison, you had Monica Puig, who won the gold medal um, singles from Rio. And, um, and then you had James Blake and Marty Fish, uh, two, two American legends. And um, it was it, yeah, Harrison. Uh, from Texas, so um, it was two two uh, pretty star-studded teams, and um, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, but it was yeah, right before everyone, so it was kind of the last last test to be played before we all inside. So we're talking to the Bob and Mike Bryan of the famous Bryan Brothers about the World Team Tennis Celebrity All-Star Match presented by Barefoot Hard Seltzers. It's going to air on CBS on Saturday, April 4th. It was taped at the beginning of the month. Um, so, guys, you are the quintessential, the number one doubles team of all time. You have been 438 weeks. You ranked been number one in the world. You've been, at, at the end of the year, been ranked number one 10 times, 119 titles. And this is your last, this was your last year. You're retiring at the end of the year. Uh, talk about in terms of your interest in getting into doubles in the first place and to becoming, did you, you didn't, did you set about like, this is what we're going to have? Like what, what was the motivation for you to become this all time great doubles team? Well, we always love playing together. You know, we've been playing tennis uh, since about two or three years old. Our, our parents are both tennis pros. But uh, throughout the juniors, we played singles and doubles. Um, I, I would say that we probably preferred always just playing on the same side and, and playing together. And, uh, I mean, Bob went on to be the number one junior in the country in singles. We were the number one team in doubles, and he went on to win the NCAAs. But when we turned pro, we uh, – really just loved traveling together playing together and we had huge goals of trying to be you know number one in the world winning the olympics playing davis cup and we just had way more satisfaction um doing the doubles things um and we've been working on doubles since a young age um it, it requires quick hands uh you know great communication which helps because we're twins but um it was just our thing it just it felt like our calling um and we just really loved doing it for the last you know forever um, and, and, you know, this is our last year on tour. You're right. And um, hopefully we get to actually play a little bit and finish this thing off right 
Uh, we're supposed to play our last tournament at the U.S. Open. So, Mike, you're left-handed and Bob is right-handed. Did you, did you guys decide that? I mean, that's weird. You're, you're twins, but one of you is left-handed and one is right-handed. Was that a decision your parents made? I think your mom is, was, a tennis, was a tennis player, and also your mom and dad are both instructors. So did they do that on purpose? Uh, I would yeah, say they, they didn't smart, plan that. But they didn't plan that out. Thing. <laughs> so, and then we'll ask no, this. No, as mirror, as mirror image twins, um, a lot of times lefty-righty combo, I mean, it helps a lot for doubles um having you don't have to serve in the sun um you can use the cross breeze to your advantage so if you look at um, the history of of doubles and tennis a lot of the best teams are lefty righty um that combination but yeah our parents both played tennis mom was a good pro um our dad was number one on his college teams so mike uh, a question to you is when you when you started in terms of you guys have never played I mean I saw in juniors you would actually uh, f- um, whatever you would forfeit the match when you had to play or default uh, when you had to play each other did you guys ever play in a match before? Yeah, well, until about the age sixteen, we uh, would meet in the finals of all the tournaments in California, even uh, nationally, and our parents never wanted us to actually compete when it really mattered because they didn't want one twin to actually feel like he was better than the other twins. <laughs> and uh, they were really kind of emphasizing our, our relationship. And with twins, it's very delicate. And, you know, we're, we're living in the same room, and um, it's tough to be number one in the world, per se, if you're number two in your bedroom. <laughs> that, that was their whole philosophy. So that's... So, so Bob, in terms of in terms of tennis, t- talk about you know we're, we know you well from Delray, and you guys just won that tournament here. Another great victory, you won it six times. Uh, you played all around the world, but talk a little about the Delray tournament. I love going to it. A lot of my friends do. It's it's just a great tournament. Just talk about your experiences down here in Delray. Yeah, I mean we've played really well. Only I think six is the, the highest number of tournaments we've ever won at, at one specific um, city, and so Delray has been our most successful spot. Um, and then also down in at the Hard Rock Stadium, uh, we've won that Miami Open six times. We love playing there because of the fans. Um, I'm living in, in Hollandale Beach, and um, i got a lot of friends and family that come and support us. We spent a lot of time in Key Biscayne when we were juniors um, at the USCA National Facility there. So we've been coming to Florida our whole life, and uh, for some reason – the weather and the fans, and it all it all comes together for us uh, when we play down there. We're talking to Bob and Mike Bryan, uh, World Team. They're part of the World Team Tennis Celebrity All-Star Match presented by Barefoot Hard Seltzers. They're on CBS on Saturday, April 4th. You can watch it at 1.30 p.m. You can actually watch an event that you don't know what happens on TV, so it's going to be exciting for that. But, Mike, talk a little bit about... Um, in terms of doubles, we're starting to see some of the top women began coming into doubles. I mean, when I grew up, of course, the Macros played. Um, or do you do you see a trend maybe that some of the that's the top singles players are going to start to play doubles more, or is it probably going to be the same way it's, it is right now? Yeah, I mean, we we hope so. I mean, the rules are set up where um, with the shortened format, it encourages the top singles players to want to jump in and play the doubles. Um, you see, it, you see it at the, the Master Series event. It's really tough at the slams when, um, you know, they're playing the full format, two out of three sets, and players are really focused on, on the singles there, the, the top singles guys. But, um, you know, we, we love uh, in the, on the men's store, we just were down at any wells. It, you know, it obviously got canceled, but the draw was stacked. Um, I think 
you know, Djokovic was going to play, Nadal was going to play, um, all the top guys. And that makes for really, you know, enticing uh, matchups with some of the top doubles guys because you got two different skill sets. You got the really quick hands and the doubles guys with the strategy and all the communication. And then you got the artillery of the, the top <laughs> singles guys. So I think the fans really love that. Um, you know, the, the prize money's gone way up. Um, so, you know, I think it, it does encourage singles players to want to play doubles. And, um, you know, we, we actually love playing um, those, those stars. You know, we play Nadal, you know, eight or nine times better. It, it's, it's always a packed stadium. So we, we love it. So, Mike, explain it uh, for people to understand is what are, why are the, how are the matches shortened so they're actually what, – what, what are the point systems that make it short, yeah. the shorter matches? Yeah, so for ATP doubles, um, it's two sets, and they're no ad scoring. Um, so you just at, at three all in a game, you give a deciding point. And then if it goes to a third set, there's a 10 point tiebreaker. So matches nowadays in doubles, they don't go over, you know, an hour and 10 minutes. So, you know, it's going to be kind of a, a shortened sample. You know, you're not going to be out there uh, playing a doubles match for three hours. So singles guys or singles girls, or they come out there and they know they're, you know, it's not going to drag out all day. And they'll still have, um, you know, energy in the tank for, for their singles match. Bob, you know, the one thing about doubles that's ex- interesting is that pe- most people who play tennis today play doubles. I mean, that's what the sport they play. They love playing doubles. So when I go to these matches, I mean, everyone is like looking and taking notes and everything. What could you, what advice would you give to people that are just they're certainly not at any of your level, but even just like average players? Like, what do you see from normal people playing doubles that they're doing wrong and things that they could improve on that you could tell over on a radio station? Yeah, I mean, um, look, the, the doubles game's uh, something for over many years, and we still feel like we're, we're learning stuff and we're 41 years old. <laughs> um, and even, like, uh, uh, the peak, I think, is around 35, 36 for a doubles player. So uh, it's a wealth of knowledge. Um, in doubles, one of the big things is first serve percentage. Um, you need to have it up in the 70s, mid-70s. In the singles, you can go for the aces, and, and go for the flashy serves. When doubles, you you often use the body serve. Um, you try to take it out of the, the returner's wings. Um, those singles players are very dangerous when, they're, when their arm's outstretched. So we try to handcuff them, and so um, they have to move out of the way. And that's, that's a tough ask to get the ball across the middle. And if you hit a ball in the middle in doubles, um, it's put away. It's picked off. So we're doing a lot of body serves that picks up our first serve percentage. And uh, we're playing pretty close to the net. Um, the game's evolved. Guys are standing one foot from the net. Um, they're making the geometry very tough for the returner. Um, anything that's high or floaty gets put away. Um, so, so, yeah, the, the, um, you know, the, the lanes for returning um, look very small these days on the doubles court. All right. So, and we're talking to Bob and Mike Bryan, the famous Bryan brothers, the number one doubles team in the history of tennis. Uh, I guess, Mike, I guess one of the questions I've always wanted to know is, what is your favorite match? Like, what is the match that you have to say, you're, you know, what, what would you consider your, like, the greatest match? Is it your first uh, Grand Slam? Was it the Olympics? Or what would you say would be your, like, the most memorable match you ever played? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a long list. We played, uh, I think we played, like, about 1,500 matches on tour. Um, you know, obviously the, the first Grand Slam sticks out at the French Open in 03. Um, you know, just because you never know if you're going to win a slam. 
and we've been knocking on the door for a couple of years, and we knew we had to win a slam to get to number one in the world, and if we got to number one in the world, um, the Davis Cup captain said he'd play us. So we had a lot of pressure <laughs> on that uh, match, and we are just so energetic. We, uh, we didn't sleep for you know, days leading up to the final um, and we played, uh, you know, like an older team of Harhouse and Kafelnikov. We ended up winning the last 16 points of the match. Wow. And it was kind of a, a blur, and we uh, kind of just woke up, and we were rolling around in the clay, you know, so happy. <laughs> um, and, and that just took a lot of the pressure off to uh, – we, we felt like we had the formula to win more of them. Is that where the chest pump started – the chest uh, bump started, or is it, was it before that? Yeah, well – no, it started before that, but it, we got it from the Jensen Bros, oh, wow. uh, who won the French Open ten years before, and they were, you know, they were just a, a really funny, like, uh, entertaining team that uh, we we loved, we idolized, we had posters, we wore their like all their clothes, and we started it at Stanford. So the on the cover of the Stanford Daily News after we did our first chest bump, it had a picture of us bumping, and they called it the Brian bump. So <laughs> it kind of stuck, uh, you know. <laughs> We're not doing too many anymore. <laughs> no, you guys. But we're talking to Bob and Mike Bryan. I, one, one final question is about the American tennis. I mean, there's so much discussion about where the Americans' men's tennis is going. And they're, they're, every year there seems to be another new next person. We've had uh, Francois TFO on our show twice to talk about, uh, talk about oh, the cool. tennis. So he's a, you know, a, a great young American. But sort of talk about your impressions of uh, – both of you can answer this question – but your impressions of, of American tennis and, and where do you think it's going in the next you know, couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think – American tennis is on, um, on the upward swing. Um, you know, we don't have anyone winning grand slams yet, but I think we could be 18 months away with this new crop of player. Um, unfortunately, Federer, Nadal Djokovic, these guys have squashed a couple of generations of players. We've had a lot of great players come along, but, uh, unfortunately the grand slam trophies have been, uh, choked out by those three guys. Um, for 15, 20 years. Um, but we have young guys that are going to, that are kind of waiting for these, um, the big three to, to fall away. Uh, Taylor Fritz is knock on the door of top 20. And then we have Riley Opelka, who won in Del Rey. And he's a, he's a seven footer with a humongous serve. And he, well, and he could easily win a Grand Slam soon. You mentioned Francis Tiafo. We've been talking to World Team Tennis participants, Bob and Mike Bryan, the famous Bryan brothers. Uh, they're talking about their World Team Tennis Celebrity All-Star Match presented by Barefoot Hard Seltzers to air on CBS Saturday, April 4th at 1.30. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, for coming on Iron Sports. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ira. Appreciate it.